Robert Mercurio from Galactic, and you're listening to Two Faces Radio. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> hey, this is Michelle Malone. You're listening to Two Faces Radio. Hey, save it for the show. <laughs> Welcome back again, everybody. Thank you for listening to Two Faces Radio. This is Ira. Welcome to Bonus Tracks Volume 2. Hope you enjoyed Volume 1. Some real good music out there. I enjoyed listening to it multiple times, as a matter of fact. I just wanted to quickly run down the set list here for Volume 2. Also want to give a shout out to our sponsors, as always, Soundwave Merch at SoundwaveMerch.com. Whether it's your band or your brand, SoundWaveMerch.com has all your merchandising needs, including high-quality T-shirts for very low prices. Uh, all right, what we got here is, of course, other bonus tracks from our past guests that we forced them to record after the initial podcast. And uh, Volume 1, I don't know if anybody noticed, but I kind of went in order of... Uh, appearances here on the podcast for this one i kind of switched it up a little bit i didn't necessarily uh go by date i just kind of i don't know tried to put together a better flowing uh podcast overall so we're going to start off with steve bukerski that's stevie b to some people uh came in here and did a keith richards cover for his bonus track start off with that then another one from the back row baptists and then after that, another one from the Joe McGinnis Trio, which included uh, Aaron Trubick, sorry, Aaron Trubick on bass and Scott Callison on the box. And if you don't know what I'm talking about with the box or the drawer, rather, you'll have to listen to that entire podcast if you haven't heard it yet. After that, uh, Connor Christian and Southern Gothic do a tune called Evangeline. And then uh, we have more from Driving and Crying. And I'll just let you know now that we talked for a while before that track comes up. Uh, Kevin tells a story about hanging out with Johnny Ramone, and then they do uh, one of their classics, uh, well, a different version of Let's Go Dancing. And then I'm going to close off the podcast with uh, Oliver Wood uh, doing a tune called Spirit, which I had released already once uh, a while back, and I know Oliver... Oliver's original podcast was almost a year ago, but um, this version of Spirit is so friggin' good, and it was originally a bonus track that I just wanted to put it on there again, so enjoy that. So again, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy it. Give us some feedback. Go to our Facebook page. Send us messages. See all the pictures of everybody that's been here on the show, and uh, enjoy. We'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Well, this is a Stevie B bonus track. Bonus. The song is called Turd on the Run. Grabbed on to your cord tail, buddy, come on, fill my hand. Reach for your lapel, but it warrants on on some ground. Beg and promise anything if only you would stay. Lost a lot of love for you. 
my knees and I grabbed onto your pants. You just kept on running while it ripped off in my hands. Diamond rings, a Vaseline, you give me disease. Lost a lot of love, you. Richards? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah? Rolling Stones. Uh, yeah. Keith Richards. I that one. Off of uh, Exile on Main Street. Is that on Exile? Yeah. Really? Exile on Main Street. Boy, I'm pretty familiar with Exile. I don't remember. It's their white album, man. That's it's right. a white one. It's just re-released, it's, actually. In, yeah. Uh, uh, with, like, a bunch of extra material and shit, too. Are we ready? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, this is the Back Row Baptists. We're listening... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're listening... We're listening, too. Okay. Hey, this is the Back Row Baptist, and you're listening to Two Faces Radio. All right! Yeah! Good job. Okay. You just going? What are, what are you going to do? Sweet Eliza. All right. Shine your light like a beacon. 
Joe McGinnis Trio bonus track. Yes. Yes? It is. Joe, this is called Chocolate Jesus? It is. This is a Tom Waits song. Oh, sweet. Oh, cool. for me I 
enough to have Sean play with us uh-huh. for a handful of gigs uh, in a period when our lead guitar player was like sort of doing the blues thing sort of doing our thing and he happened to be in town and was willing to do it yeah and you know Ira and I would he would start soloing on something and uh-huh. this is taking nothing away from any of the other musicians we ever played with but we would just look at each other and just like giggle you know like <laughs> 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 Do you remember that? Like, yeah. you'd be like, you know, at a show and just turn, and I'd be like, holy this shit. This song doesn't deserve <laughs> this, you know? That's that what was, these guys what that was that, yeah. reminding me of, you know? That's what these these guys make me laugh all night. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. night. Yeah. Not it's in a bad way. In kind no, of like it's, a, it's just oh like, God, that, I can't oh, believe shit, you just did that. that majority, right? Right? Holy right. fuck. That's the thing about being so comfortable as musicians and friends where yeah. you know where you're going to go, and even if you fall off for a second, yeah. you know yeah. you're going to make it back all right. We do it intentionally. That's where the music is. In, in the middle of that song, we That's just right. try to it fuck really each other sloppy. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's yeah. a few spots all throughout the night where it, it's just understood. This is going to get. It's all <laughs> right. like it's like picking a fight silly. so you can it's make up at ugly. the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a delayed gratification. Yeah, exactly you might you like. might think this sounds like shit now, but you just wait in ten seconds. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's all going to come back. It's all going to make sense. Yeah. It also reminds me a little bit of. This is Connor Christian, and you're listening to Two Faces Radio. That sounds pretty good. I'm ready to go. Cool. Yes, I don't play mandolin, so see how this, see how this goes. All right. So this is Connor Christian and Southern Gothic bonus tracks. Bonus track. Right? And we will mention that everybody has switched instruments. Yes. Mostly. We wanted to make everybody so, super uncomfortable. We want, just wanted to see if we could do it. Except for Elena. This wouldn't well, be a actually, bad Actually, Jeff little... plays fiddle on this one. Oh. She plays mandolin on this one. So you guys have switched, but, we, but nobody else would know. Really? Maybe not. It's, only, it's an inside thing. It's... <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad little Whatever segment I on the show cool. is to force bands to like have everybody switch instruments and play a song for us. That would, that would be a funny little... Uh, well, I wouldn't force a band to do something that I couldn't do. You know what that I mean? would be, That's why it would be hilarious. We could probably, it I'd love to be forced to play guitar. If you made me play bass, that would not be funny. No, but even if they just had a little like a little working knowledge of some other instruments. Yeah, right. Uh, Luckily, we got two fiddle players, so we just switch chairs. All right, so mandolin. Let's do it. Um, all right, so what do you want? Ready? What are, what are we gonna hear? All right, so this song is uh, 
It's called Evangeline. It's about the uh, crazy girl that all of us guys know and uh, can't stand her, and you don't want to talk to her. But uh, no, we don't know. Anything. Oh man, but that shit's so good you can't help can't but answer the away. phone when she calls. <laughs> so here she is, Evangeline. All right. So don't ask me to be sorry for the things I say. I don't often think things through that just come out this way. While I'm often sorry for the things I say to you, oh, then you don't think that I'll apologize to you. Evangeline couldn't pay Take it back See there once you're gone I'm not such a bad guy I hated all those lies you told I said they were true Evangeline Just can't wait to get rid of you I don't overload my heartbreak So it comes to no surprise It's not your face I'm seeing When at night I close my If you're reading this, then girl, you know I'm gone. Evangeline couldn't pay enough take you back. See there once you're gone, I'm not such a bad guy. I hated all those lies you told. She said they were true. Evangeline just can't wait to get rid of you. said before and i may have messed up this is from the that's on 90 proof okay that's yeah that is yeah i remember hearing that one to become friends with uh yeah yeah it started off with me and arturo vega were friends the you know arturo designed all their stuff and he was their light man and and then it it morphed into meeting johnny Uh, actually i met johnny because i had a baseball card collection and he was a baseball card collector so 
He and after the show in Wisconsin, he took me to his hotel room. We went to the Red Owl. We bought cookies, and he bought some milk. He called his girlfriend to find out the Yankee score, you know, because it was there was no CNN at the time. And then he sat down, looked at my baseball cards, and then he like picked a bunch out and gave me like sixty bucks. And he he didn't have time because he was getting tired, so he was, uh, asked me if I'd come to Chicago, come to Chicago <laughs> the next night. Johnny, so Ramon. I go to Chicago to meet Johnny Ramone, and um and, and it's um. I go to the show. I go actually. I go to the show first, and after the show, we go with the band to the hotel. Yeah. And walking through the hotel lobby with the Ramones. Yeah. It was, and it was also the Gay Men's Bowling League Association dinner. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and you're walking through the lobby with the Ramones, and I'm like, you know, eighteen. <laughs> I just was like, I was the most. I, when I take, took acid the first time, that's probably the closest thing now that I felt. Like. <laughs> this is, I cannot believe I'm getting in the elevator with the Ramones. Oh, yeah. And shit. it's like, this is the most surreal thing I've ever done in my entire life. That's so, so cool. That was a great thing. So, I wanted to ask awesome. you before you start again, too, which, uh, I mean, was there, was there a moment back in the day, you know, back in the early 90s, where it was just like that moment of, holy shit, you know, we, we really made it here. We're, you know... What was like the biggest mind blowing gig or the I biggest I think when I got recognized in the airport by young girls in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. In Toledo. I was in Toledo. We did I did yeah. something in Toledo and these girls were like, Oh my god, oh my god, it was like, Wow. No shit. I think they've heard it. I think we made it if here if the girls are excited to see me come <laughs> into the thing. Right. So doing pretty well at that point. And when you guys were playing I mean it, when I you don't were, know, it might be different for Tim though. Yeah. When did Tim know? Yeah, what was your? I just had I I would was here moment. going to sleep in my little bunk on the bus, and I just had the epiphany that like, hey, look, I'm a rock star. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And what, then he what do we the do now? Out of the bunk. <laughs> <laughs> what next? <laughs> Conquer the world? No, I was by myself. What you know for it you? It was a lonely li- lifestyle. Really. Actually, for any of you guys, what was your uh, that kind of? This is what I have to do kind of thing did you have like a specific or did it gradually happen like oh i keep getting falling back into music falling back to music no or, we always that's uh, all of that's one thing all of us have in common is it's like we're, this, this is all it. you were gonna we do knew that this was it when we were 18 yeah well did you do you have like Hence a, the lack of college degrees in the <laughs> band <laughs> good for you guys <laughs> that's okay i have two and i'm not using either of them very well okay um do you do uh do, do you have like do you know what that moment was like that moment like when you knew? Well, it was probably in driving and crying, you know, like just the early days of driving and crying when I, you know, Tim probably handed me two hundred dollars after a show. Yeah, the first time we made like a thousand dollars and yeah. we played yeah. six eighty eight and sold it out, and you huh. know, and then when we got signed to Island Records and they gave us a hundred thousand dollar advance, that was, that was insane. How much of that went towards the record? All of it. All okay. Of it. Yeah. I think I bought a. Um, we bought Buick Somerset. I used Buick Somerset. We, bought, we, got, <laughs> we got new amplifiers. Excellent and we got choice. a new drum set. Yeah. yeah. New new gear. Yeah. Cool. When you guys have which like, I played, still play. You guys have played the Fox. Many times. I mean, uh, when Four you started playing times. venues like that down here, was it just like holy shit? You know, I've been seeing bands. Yeah, it was pretty emotional. You know. Yeah. It was pretty emotional to you know, because it's like a celebration of not only your success but also. I think you share it when at times like that with the people who've been supporting you. So it's like a celebration of all sorts of things that culminate into that Fox show. You right. know, it was 
the fox is the fox. And it's right. yeah. it's I feel like a venue like that. It's a pinnacle you... of, of success. And, yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, for especially if you're a local band. It's a level, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was cool. You know, Did I mean, you know, I don't remember if it was a great show or not, but, I mean, I remember it was, you know, I remember arguing with my ex, my wife at the time about it. her friends couldn't get beer or something like that. This is what we remember. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. one of these things where you think it's going to be this, and then, like, you wind up, you know, the whole night was all about you arguing with somebody about some stupid <laughs> shit. Right. You know, it's like I was uh, talking to, you know, John Bell from Widespread Panic one morning, and he had just played the, you know, uh, the uh, Normo Dome here in Atlanta, whatever it's called. Georgia What's Dome? it called? Georgia Dome. Yeah. And they were gonna, they sold it out three nights in a row or something. Yeah. It's like this, the, the morning before the second sold out night. Right. And I'm saying, hey, John, what are you doing? He's going, oh, man, I'm fixing fixing the water heater downstairs. <laughs> and, and then he said to me, one of my favorite lines, he goes, I always thought there was a lot more nudity involved in this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, figured you still out there, you know. <laughs> and you said, "Hey, there's still time to get naked." <laughs> you know, there any, was like, <laughs> any new janitors out there that can <laughs> yeah, come over right. and fix this for me? You know, there's, there's, you know, I thought that was funny. Did you guys have anything? Do you have anything that you regret in your career? Because I, th- oh, to boy. me, like oh, you guys, Jesus. Have, well, not you're regret, opening that door. I, well, just like, do you have anything that you felt like missed opportunities or something like that where? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the road. Is there to anything su- that still the road to success is paved with that? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, but you know, I you know, but you know, luckily, our first song, first side of our first record is called "Scar But Smarter," and you know, yeah. yeah I mean, the whole point of li- living your life is to fuck up. <laughs> it's to be a fuck up, but only once. At least learning, from you know. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, I've, d- I've gotten hammered before shows. Yeah. And I was like, oh, don't want to do that again. <laughs> right, right. You know, and then, well, maybe that took me a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Scarred me smarter again. <laughs> and again. again. Actually, last week I forgot no, about that of, rule. Speaking yeah. of that one, I do forget that one quite often. <laughs> but, uh, but I haven't quite <laughs> mastered that skill yet. Yeah, 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 but you know, yeah. I mean, you go, you know, but you know, you gotta. Remember it in the context that it was in, you know. Sh- you know, got to yeah. remember. You know, after Fly Me Courageous, we should have probably waited two years to make a record. Really? You know, yeah, we should have probably waited. But I mean, in retrospect, it's a great smoke. I think is one of my favorite records. But I mean, oh, cool. everybody didn't like it. It didn't sell. We sh- but I don't know. I mean, I have lots of regrets and things I should have yeah. done. I shouldn't have never done drugs ever. You know, I did cocaine <laughs> for. Eight months once, but I did like nine years worth in eight year in eight months. So Shit. hold on, Kevin. I, mean, I was talking career wise. <laughs> yeah, this ain't a well, therapy session. That that but that that becomes part of your yeah, career. No, Trust me, does, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it would totally deconstruct me, but it, it worked out good. Yeah. See, and he didn't need Doctor Drew. That's true. <laughs> See, look at that. We got yeah. all this stuff. But up. now you know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's right, play so some. What are we gonna hear? What are we gonna hear? What do you feel? This is a song I wrote. This is a song I wrote on the top of the. It was on the uh, the eve of Hurricane Hugo, and uh, and also it was also inspired by a conversation I saw two men have in the back of a nightclub in uh, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Me and Peter Buck did a little show, and these two guys were starting to fight backstage, you know, back in the back area. And one of them pushed the other one. And the other one said, "Bring it on, motherfucker! Let's go dancing." <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's gonna make a good song someday. So, right. this one's called "Let's Go Dancing." Yeah. 
Where the hobos watched after five o'clock Well, I fear I'll never find him It's so dear, John, where are you? Well, I know you're out there somewhere Well, I've got a hurricane in my pocket But no one will believe me They poured a bucket of tar on top of an ocean Somehow I knew they would try it To find it, or defy it, or to write it, or to buy it, or to style it, or steal it, or to deal it Standing in line to make a nice, clear, concise, politically correct spell check statement dot com. I miss the old days. People used to sit around and talk to each other. You know what I mean. I was sitting at dinner the other night with a bunch of my young friends. They all sat back on their chairs after ordering their meal. Pulled out their text messaging machines. Started texting each other. I did not bring mine with me. Went next door to the pawn shop. Bought myself a typewriter. Wrote them all a letter. Now that's a revolution. Typewriters. So let's go dancing. So let's go dancing. Dancing. So let's go dancing. So let's go dancing. So 
Dancing. Thanks, awesome, guys. Man. Thank you. Woo. Well, thanks for having us, man. Appreciate thanks it. For ha- thanks for coming in, man. And thanks right. for being so generous yeah. with your time. Yeah, sure, Oh, man. man, great. One thing I wanted to, uh, that, uh, that reminded me of a story. A friend of mine got his house ripped off a little while ago. What's that? Oh, unplugging. And, uh, of course, that they broke into his house, and he, uh, of course, they took his television. Yeah. And he had an antique typewriter. And they took that. <laughs> What's what wrong the with these guys? You, you know, the television and Kevin the antique typewriter. Yeah. Huh? Hey, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I him singing about that. It wasn't that. a pawn shop, me. Kevin. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, this man. has been Bonus Songs of Driving and Crying and uh, Two Faces Radio. Thank you. Oh, I'm going ahead. Oh, sorry. We're all going to go ahead. So we've got a little Two Faces radio bonus material bonus here. Bonus song. Bonus track. Special features. Special features. We're, we'll, I don't know, we'll just find a time to throw this out there. Maybe we'll throw it out immediately. I don't know what we'll do with it. But Probably. if you're listening to this, you got it. We wanted one more song from Oliver, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically, we, we really enjoyed having you in here playing. So you're going to do one more for us. If somebody hears it, they'll, that'll mean that I actually got through it and it sounded okay. That's true. Exactly. Uh, yeah, this is a song uh, that I wrote um, a while back, and I was actually uh, inspired by Chris Long, who we talked about earlier. I was just amazed at his songwriting skills, and uh, and uh, even though he can't remember his own lyrics, even though he still writes some great shit, and I and I was uh, this was sort of talking to him in a way, just like, how the hell do you do it? Help me out here. Cool. Yeah, so Very cool. So. To get my solitude I need some juju And I don't know what to do I'm tired of seeing clouds When all I need is a drop of rain I got my cuts and bruises Now I like to play the pain If the spirit moves you the spirit moves you 
if the spirit moves you, please won't you send them, please won't you send them to me. Well, how do you do that magic? What's the secret? What's the spell? I try to work it, but I just can't do it well. I know I'm lucky to be in the jungle doing what I please. I got the birds, I got the buds. I should just get down on my Hey, this is Kevin Kitty from Driving to Crime, and in case you didn't know it, you're listening to Two Faces Radio, right here on your TV typewriter. <laughs> 